Hello, Sabine Schwartz here and welcome to the first episode of the Next Level Entrepreneur podcast. Very special guest here today is Lisa Lozano. She is the founder and owner of The Motivated Co. and she helps CEOs streamline their businesses. Today we are talking about the customer journey and how it can benefit your business. Welcome to the Next Level Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Sabine Schwartz. That you're here means that you're ready to unleash the powerful, high-achieving, visionary, next-level entrepreneur that lives inside you, turning you into an authentic leader who goes for their goals, strives for more, and builds a profitable, purpose-driven business. Let's get started. Hi, everybody. Welcome. We are welcoming today Alicia Lozano. Um, I hope I spell your name right. She's a business operations consultant and I'm so happy to have you here and tell us today a little bit about what you're doing and listening to your tips and advice, what you can give us female entrepreneurs who want to scale their business. And yeah, welcome. Let's introduce yourself, Alicia. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, so Alicia Lozano, I'm from San Antonio, Texas, business operations consultant. Um, I started uh, in operations about a year ago, um, where I had a friend ask me to do um, or to build some SOPs for her. And I said yes, but in my head, I was like, what the hell are SOPs? I was like, oh my gosh, I can help you, but let me figure this out first. Um, and so I actually, um, once I uh, started in her business, thankfully she kept me on and I learned a lot from her business. But uh, when I wrote my first SOP, I had like this energetic shift in my body that just said like, girl, this is it. Like you're in business, you know, and yeah. that story is relevant because, um, I had been side hustling for about almost three years and, um, in different businesses, coaching, home organizing, um, all these things and productivity coaching, like, and, uh, and so that was just such a, a monumental moment for me and to get into operations. because it was just one of those things that I just knew, that I finally found like what I was good at and what the market needed to. So, oh, so yeah, that's a little bit of my background. So yeah, after literally a month after she hired me um, and this was just like a part-time kind of, I was doing like a lot of OBM slash systems work. And um, almost a month after she did that, I just quit my nine to five and um, went in full time. Oh, so amazing. Yeah. Wonderful how accidentally sometimes it happens and it's just like an opportunity coming your way and you say, yeah, I try it. I don't know what I do, but I will try it and I trust myself that I can do it, which is amazing as well. I mean, yeah. some opportunities that are amazing are just coming and some people just say, no, I don't trust myself. I can't do it. It's too much. And so it's awesome sure. to have a mindset of I can do everything. Yeah. Uh, so, so helpful as an entrepreneur as well oh my gosh yes it's so funny that you said that because sometimes I call it like um sometimes you can be a little delusional right like you're like oh I could do this I could do that <laughs> but that's that's yeah. what it takes sometimes you know if that's what's gonna get you to like over the edge to yeah. like take the leap right yeah. like yeah, you could yeah. be a little delusional and then figure <laughs> it out right <laughs> yeah. that was amazing yeah 
And um, in your business, what is it exactly that an operate business operation manager is doing? Yeah, so um, so the business consulting kind of came after I had been um, an online business manager. Well, I'm giving that title like I just didn't know what to call, honestly to call myself on the online space, but I was doing like systems and like a little bit of team management. So I'm saying OBM type work and system strategist type type work and. Um, so I kind of evolved into a consultant after doing a little bit of um, work in, in that area and fell in love with systems, fell in love with um, strategizing and problem solving around like how to make things more efficient and have the business operate um, in a more organized way. And so um, as I was like trying to discover like what people needed out there, um, a lot of times people just need to I don't want to say like take a step back, but like slow down, right? To speed up. So when you're thinking about growing your business, like, you know, you have to kind of take a stop or slow down enough to recognize like, what is, what is the current state of the union in terms of how you're operating, right? What is costing you more time? What is costing you more money? And um, because I work with visionaries, right? Yeah. And these visionaries, like, they, first of all, they don't want to slow down. <laughs> okay. They want to go and go. They're already thinking 10 steps ahead. Right. They're like, they're on to their like fifth business idea. Like, you know, so that's how a visionary's brain works. And that's yeah. why they're geniuses and they can build these businesses and they can push forward on the mission and all of these things. And so I started to think about that and think about the role that I played and how it complemented the vis visionary. And I call myself an integrator because um, I kind of split the visionary and integrator like tests mm -hmm. kind of 50 50. Um, but when I work with business owners, I definitely lean, lean into the integrator. So when I started thinking about um, the best way to support them, I started to see like systems audits out in the market and things like that that had been validated. And it was through those ideas. Um, and of course, some wonderful people poured into me and gave me feedback and all of that, um, that I landed on the business operations audit. And um, now that has evolved into a customer experience audit, which is very similar, but we work on the customer experience um, uh, areas. And it's a big yeah. focus on that specifically because when you audit your entire business, that's great. But what I found in doing even just a business operations audit is that a lot of the work needs to be done in that client experience, that customer experience yeah. journey. Yeah, and so, you know, we're talking about like how they're finding you from how you're onboarding them to how you're actually delivering your service to then how you're um, offboarding and how you're nurturing them and growing them and turning them into raving fans. So a long-winded answer to your question about the business operations audit and what that is. Again, it evolved into a client experience audit where we get into the nitty gritty of mapping out your steps, mapping out your entire workflow. And then we're looking at the stages of your, um, of your customer, which is your awareness stage, your consideration stage, the decision stage, the purchase stage, the loyalty stage, retention stage and your nurture stage mm -hmm. and we are we are breaking down everything in that way in those buckets um so we can look at their touch points um yeah. their where, your current state where their touch points are um how they're thinking like what they're saying how they're feeling and once we capture that um that uh, information mm -hmm. um through a series of us talking and some yeah 
pre-work and things like that. Um, then we're going to talk, then we're going to innovate and we're going to move on to talking about the future state and building out a workflow that is still going to keep the personal touch that mm -hmm. the visionaries want, right? But it's yeah. going to pull them out of that day-to-day. -day. It's going to pull them out of that maybe delivery. It's going to pull them out um, and save them some time, make the process more efficient, not even just for the CEO, but also for the team. Because sometimes yeah. we're contracting work out to a couple people, or there might be a small team um, that the visionary has. And so, yeah, so that's what it's all about. Um, just kind of taking a, a step back and slowing down a little bit enough to kind of just look at what's going on and then innovating as to how you want that experience to yeah. feel and yeah. what you want your customers to say at each stage that they're at. Um, because every stage is a little bit different and yeah. then coming up with ideas and the best part is once you do that, and once you come up with the ideas, I will go in and I'm going to tell you how to do it. So like, you know, you, the visionary, again, does not have to step into the operations brain. Like I'm like, okay, hey, here's the tools that you need, the canned emails, the systems, this kind of stuff. So, so yeah, it's, it's a really cool yeah, um, so process to go through. Yeah. yeah and that's what I love as well, because I love to have an amazing customer experience and mm -hmm. to have um, all the different steps automated as well that you can just wake up in the morning and you're waking up to some sales you made already you know that your clients are onboarded already they're in the calendar they got all the things that they need to fill out which is just amazing and this was yep. um, my goal as well all the time with my business to have as much as I can automated and I'm sure there are many things where I can still think about how to make it even better but it's just amazing to always Think about how can you create a good client or a great client experience and what they feel, which is so extremely important. And to have yeah, no, and it, branding as well on all the different steps as well. Yeah, no, and I, you know, I think I always say like I don't know why like I'm so hyped up about this client experience, but the more I think about it, like you know, we don't want to be just our business, right? And I work with multi passionate entrepreneurs and. I know that the multi-passionate entrepreneur, like they love their business, but they also need to express themselves in different ways in their life, whether that's through their family or whether that's building a second brand or whether that's taking dance class every Wednesday. Like, yeah. and sometimes we don't allow ourselves to do those things because we're not there yet, or they mm. were too much doing something that we probably should not be doing like maybe yeah. we're too much in our admin or following up on emails you know things like that that could be offboarded and or automated mm -hmm. you know when when you do this and i think um you know that's taking the step back is worth it you know to get that yeah. time back to get that peace of mind and mm -hmm. to move on right have your business yeah. running like you said you want to wake up and you only want to do like these particular things. Like yeah. that's a well-oiled machine, have your business running like a well-oiled yeah. oiled machine. So you can go and write your book, go yeah. and build a second brand. If you wanted, yeah. you know, take your kids out like every yeah. Wednesday or whatever it is for you, you know, like, um, and that's important, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So true. And what are some tips where you say, okay, this is what you need to do to have it as amazing as you said. 
Yeah. So I actually, it's so funny. So I had this, uh, this idea, like when I was just like coming, finding a new way to actually deliver this service, um, of like this pop, this concept of like pop lock and drop it. So, uh, it's actually pop lock and drop. It is actually a song. Um, it's, uh-huh. it's so funny, but, um, but anyway, so ways that you can just really easily like just jot down right now. So as they're listening, you can grab a pen and paper and you can just jot down ideas right now. And I'll go through the pop lock and drop it like framework. Mm-hmm. Um, but to elevate your experience, the pop means to make it pop from the very start. So when you think about how your customer first interacts with your brand, maybe even from that onboarding period, um, what are you doing at that moment Mm -hmm. to make it pop, to make it different? And, And I'm not just talking about like sending somebody a welcome email, like, because that's industry standard, right? But I don't want to, I don't want to build brands that are industry standard. I want to build brands. (laughs) Yes. I want to build brands that pop for you and your client and make them like, oh my gosh, like I had this most amazing experience with so-and-so and so-and-so, right? And so that is pop, like making it pop from the very, very beginning. Um, And I, I do make it pop. <laughs> okay, you gotta make it pop, yeah. and then you gotta lock it in. Okay, yeah. and lock means that when um, lock can happen like throughout the customer journey. Like I said, your awareness, consideration, decision, all the way to your nurture phase. Um, locking locking it in means locking in trust. Mm-hmm. So, what are you doing to lock in trust? And some tips I have for how you lock in trust. Um, a big one is just anticipating the needs of your client. So, you know, and I'll give a perfect example of somebody actually we probably both know um, is um, Donna Doobie and she runs, I think it's Productivity Plus Mm -hmm. um, and she built a dashboard for me. And she had done another project as well prior, but when she built the dashboard, um, one of the ways that she locked in trust for me was that she, uh, on her dashboard, you know, there's a bunch of metrics, right? And um, like I'm not like a numbers person or a metrics person. So put like definitions next to the numbers, just in case like month after month, if I don't remember, I can come back and I can um, look at those metrics. Mm -hmm. To me, that's anticipating my need and my questions about what does this metrics mean? What does this metrics mean? And I don't have to go back to her five times. I don't have to go back to her two months from now and say, I don't remember what this metrics means from our meeting. Can you please review this with me? Like, no, she put it right there front and center for me to click on a button and for me to find out what that metrics Uh, means. Now, I know she probably does that across the board, but that's what I mean Mm -hmm. about she locked in the trust for me by just anticipating my needs, you know? Um, And so, and you can do this in any other way, anticipate the needs, um, you know, and you can, you can um, recognize what the needs are when you're actually fulfilling a service. So let's say that you're going through like you're coaching people or um, you're delivering your service and your clients are always asking the same question or they're getting stuck somewhere. Like they're like, oh, where's that agenda? Or, oh, I'm not really sure about this question that you gave me here. Like whatever, like listen to those cues and then do, then act on it, right? Do something about it. And um, whether it's, putting definitions in or creating an FAQ or creating a client port, whatever that might be. Mm -hmm. Um, 
that's where your visionary innovative brain can kick in yeah, but yeah, yeah so that's I locking it, it. Yeah, yeah so we we popped yeah. and we locked and we're gonna drop it okay so dropping it it can also happen along the customer journey but you want to drop in um surprise uh, surprises and delightful moments mm-hmm. um i was reading on the internet that um this when i was doing some research on a presentation on this um that this uh hotel in California I think it was called like the magic castle or something Um, but when you visit their pool you can actually go to a red phone pick up the phone they ask you what kind of popsicle you want somebody comes out in a in a uh, concierge kind of suit with white gloves and hands you your popsicle yes yes Talk about a surprising yeah. and a delightful experience, yeah, right? Really, yeah. Like <laughs> seriously. And so find moments like that to do, to do that. Um, it doesn't always have to cost more money. It could be a thank you card two months down the road. It could yeah. be remembering a dog's birthday. Mm-hmm. It could be, um, you know, showing up if something hard happens right in somebody's yeah. life, your past customer's life, they lose somebody or you know, something's called a transition, maybe they're launching and they need support or they need you to share their stuff or talk about, you know, whatever that might be, um, create a community for all of your clients. Like all of those could be ideas that you could, um, you could do to, to surprise and delight. Um, you know, another example, um, for me personally was I hired a, um, a life coach specifically on, she teaches like about flow And, um, I have access to like Voxer for certain amount of days. And, uh, she added a Voxer day and I was like, oh my gosh, like, this is amazing. Cause if I need more coaching or I need her, like it's there, right. It's available since then she's actually added like access to another program and like all of, so she's like killing it on the surprise and delightful moments. Um, but for her, you know, it wasn't a lot of time, um, that she had to, um, give away, but for me, it seemed like such a big deal. Right. And I'm still talking about it, like on this podcast, right. I'm talking about it. And so, yeah, it made an impression on me for her to even do that and offer that up. Um, so yeah, so that's your pop lock for some tips. Yeah, yeah, this is really, really amazing. And about the pop, I wonder what would be a great thing to do as a pop? What would you suggest there? Yeah, one of the things I say is, um, so, you know, I deal with virtual, so I don't do um, in person. Um, I don't think I at all, I have done in person, I will, but uh, most of my clients are are, um, spread out. So for me, the way that I make it, um, make it pop from the very beginning is I have a welcome video that I include in my email that has music and will soon have confetti. <laughs> oh, <really? laughs> and yeah, so I try to make it like lively and like saying like, hey, welcome to the motivated company like this. Is, and um, another way is if you re up with me, I'm giving away some secrets, but if you re-up with me, I actually introduce you to my family. So I tell you a little bit about, I send it, I send a picture it's through email and I tell you a little bit about my family. So because once we've worked together and you're re-upping with me, like 
your family. Okay. <laughs> and so you get to meet my grandma, you get to meet my mom, you get to meet my husband and my four dogs. And, um, and to me, that's, that's a pop moment because that's on brand yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want, you know, my clients to know how much I care and how much I want them a part of my family because, and I, and I feel this way genuinely, like every single penny anybody ever spends on my business is just, I still feel like it's the first penny ever, you know, like, and so I'm like, thank you, you know, like, thank you so much. And so I'm like, let's come, come have a, a drink with us. Come be part of the family, you know? Um, so yeah, so those are, those are some ways. Um, I'm trying to think just different industries, um, making it pop could be, um, one, one thing I saw, um, somebody do in the advanced networking group that we're in is, a uh, the proposal mm-hmm. was video, not, not a c- custom proposal. Yeah. So that's also a way to make it pop. So uh-huh, she did, yeah. um, I think it was called video ask. She was playing around with video ask where, uh-huh. um, she did that custom proposal there and you can push a button versus like having to, um, you know, do the traditional form or whatnot. Um, so that's an idea as well to make it pop. Um, yeah. And right now I see so many people who are sending um, like little video messages Mm -hmm. from specific um, brands or something like that, where you just get a video message about something and you can reply back via video as well. Yes. Yeah. And reply back or you get a testimonial request via video, which I really love as Mm -hmm. well. I forgot the name from it, but this is really, really interesting. Yeah. Make it all a bit personalized, which is great as well. Yeah, yeah. I just kicked my dog. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oops, sorry. Um, but uh, yeah, no, that's using video to personalize anything, I think, is always sweet because they can hear yeah. your voice and see your yeah. face. Yeah, really. How much you care. Yeah. Um, and uh, what would you suggest for someone who wants to scale her business? What should she, should she do in terms of business operations? Yeah, so I think, I mean, I really do think an audit, even if it's not with a consultant, but mm-hmm. I think an audit to start. Um, so you really understand where your, where your business is at um, and like kind of taking inventory of the current state, your foundation. And then from there, once you audit and you kind of see the gaps, you can start assigning what Mm -hmm. comes next from an operation standpoint, like what you want to implement. Um, I actually have um, a blog on how to audit your customer journey, like if you want to do it on your own. Oh, and okay. so I can provide that yeah, here too. Um, in the show notes then, yeah. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But I do recommend, um, again, whether it's through a, somebody doing an audit for you or whether you do it for yourself, I recommend always starting with an audit uh, of some sorts to take inventory of what's going on and, um, and making sure that the next hire, the next or the projects are also supporting like the, the strategy that you have in place to get you to that next level. So ideally, you know, you want to be prepped with when you're thinking about getting to that next level, you want to be prepped with like, what is the strategy I'm going to take to get there, right? Let's, what's the marketing strategy, my branding strategy, whatever it is, sales strategy, or, you know, whoever you're working with, if you're working with a coach, 
Um, and you know, those two or three strategies that you're going to take your operations, your next level operations are going to be taken from that strategy, right? Because what worked, you know, before, if you're not, if you're not doing certain things before you don't need those systems or processes anymore, right? You may be, um, doing something different. So, um, so yeah, so I think first and foremost, you know, have your strategy, you know, and get it clear, get your vision, where are you going? Mm -hmm. Um, and then your strategy and then audit your business and say, okay, where are we going? How are we going to make this happen? Because when you are growing, um, one thing that can stunt your growth is if you're going to, if you're feeling overwhelmed, like you're already at capacity or may hit capacity with this new strategy, right? You're like, oh, if I just lean in and I do this thing, like, it's going to work. And so, and so you might be a little scared to, to take that next step. So that's why it's important to first take inventory, get kind of, you know, your operations streamlined and those things. Um, so you're ready to take on new clients. Yeah. Yeah. This is really extremely important. Yeah. And I think like doing an audit in a specific time jumps is really important as well, because your business always evolves. It's great to check in and see, what you're doing and what you're planning and your strategy and everything. Yeah. So this is a great- yeah, that's such a good point too. Yeah. And, and also, you know, um, another big reasons why, why I felt like the client experience audit is where it's at is because it is always evolving. It is yeah. always changing. And so you do have to revisit and you do have to re audit your business once mm-hmm. you get there. But even when you're auditing your business, you can probably come up with like 10 or 15 different big action items that you need to move forward. And you're probably going to change before you have the time to implement everything. So what's you can prioritize those 10 to 15 like change points and by change points, you know, I, I don't like to speak vaguely. So I'll give an example of like change a change point could be like let me switch my proposal from a form to a video. Um, A change point could be, let me enter, um, let me put a step in my process for making a video every time I welcome someone. Um, It could be, let me hand out popsicles at the, (laughs) at the (laughs) pool, right? Um, And those are different things that you can implement, but let's, I just talked about those three. What you want to do is you want to prioritize out of those three kind of to-dos or those operations action items, what is going to give you the most gain and Mm -hmm. what can you leverage the most in order to get to your goal faster? What's going to support your strategy, right? Um, And so again, you could come up with, you know, 10, 15 different crazy ideas while you're doing this and just prioritize the top, you know, three to five. Mm-hmm. And I'll do that for you in the audit that I, um, that I offer, but if you're doing this on your own, um, prioritize those things. And that's really what's going to move the needle yeah. to the next level. Okay. And, uh, in which, um, tool are you doing the workflows? Like I am always using Trello or some use Asana or Airtable or ClickUp. What are you using? Yeah. For, to build actual workflows out, I'm using, um, Lucidchart. And so, um, yeah, Where so I have, use like like lines and bubbles or something like that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's just like a tool that you can, um, you can do the same thing in, um, I think, uh, like, so if you use ClickUp, there's like a, a whiteboard and a, um, flow chart kind of maker that they made mm-hmm. now you can do that in ClickUp. Um, and so I'm not married to really any, um, any particular tool. I think that 
if you're doing this on your own, you have to find what works for yeah. you. And a lot of times simple is easier for the visionary. <laughs> and so you can find the tool on Google Docs. I wish I had the name, but there's like a, on Google, you can use like a, um, I'm seeing if I can pull it up, but there's like a, um, it's not Jamboard. I don't know. Um, but you can type in like flow charts on Google and use something yeah. that's like quickly Google uh, friendly, but um, Lucid Charts is free too. And I love it. It does the job and it actually has templates. I really love tools and uh, Lucid yeah. Charts looks so great. So I will, I will check it out as well, but I have already uh, enough, I think, but <laughs> I yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I just want hey. to check it out because I, I just find it very, very interesting. <laughs> Yeah. yeah yeah for sure yeah. well you can put it in your um so i have a place in my um my business hub that says cool tech for later oh. because every time somebody gives me an idea of tech i don't want to lose the idea right so i go and i type it into my business yeah. hub and then when i'm looking for new tools or i need something i go back to my list and i'm like oh what is yeah. this for what is that for yeah, that's a good idea i would do yeah. it as well yeah Awesome. And uh, Alisa, do you want to um, share something with us? Like you want to offer something or? Yeah, sure. So um, I have a freebie out there that can save you five hours in your business this week. Wow. Yeah. Um, it is a uh, five reasons why you need systems and you can download it to save five hours. It has um, some mini great. trainings. Yeah, it has some mini trainings in there about how to um just streamline um, your business. Like I talk about like the fulfillment phase and a couple of automations you can do there. Um, and there's a lot of little um, awesome nuggets in that. Yeah. Uh, um, I may be changing it soon because it's a lot. It's, it's, <laughs> you can literally sit down and implement these things within the week. And it's like, literally it's like free, free stuff. <laughs> Sounds amazing. I will link yeah. it in the show note then as well for our listeners. Yeah, for sure. To download. Yeah, it was so wonderful meeting you. And um, I will put every touch point where our listeners can get in contact with you in the show notes as well. So they can um, book you or get on a call with you as well if they want to get a great OBM for their business. And it was so wonderful having you today here. Yeah, awesome. So don't do any OBM work, but if they need a consultant that does, yeah. um, that will help, will help them audit, I'm all for it. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> okay, thank you so much. Okay, thank Have you. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye.